Welcome everyone to this week's episode on Inquisitor's Odyssey. We're your hosts Sam and I'm Tawanda. This week we're looking at a very intricate topic which is the state of our current education system. Although it has its merits, there's genuine concern that it may be lagging behind in today's ever-changing world. From elementary to higher education, most people would agree that there are aspects of it that could definitely use improving. Although Eddie here has flat out described universities as just middle school plus binge drinking. Would you care to elaborate on that? Yeah, I'd say the way we learn in middle school, I don't know if you see a major difference between that, but I think it's pretty much the same thing. You go to class, you get told a bunch of facts, you repeat those facts, and then you have an exam at the end that tests how well you memorize those things that you've been told, plus the binge drinking, of course. Well, I can see why you think like that, but if you really go into the details, then obviously you'll see a lot of difference with the way, I don't know, classes are conducted, the independence, the thing that actually allows you to binge drink. I mean, the binge drinking is of your own accord, so that depends on what you do with your independence. So if you just want to binge drink, yeah, but if you really want to further your own education, then obviously a college is the way to go, except if you can, if you like really compare it to middle school, then obviously you'll see a whole lot of differences. The biggest issue in this case would be the fact that by the time you get to be in that setting, right, as I was saying in college, you're given a lot more freedom to explore and sure, they give you space. It's not as rigid as middle school or high school, but I think the time that you spend in high school or middle school has already done so much to actually limit the scope of what you think is acceptable exploration such that they could give you as much freedom as they want in college and there's still going to be certain things that you not go as far as to explore not because you have no interest in them but because that interest or that creativity and curiosity has been beaten out of you through this whole process of basically molding you into someone that society would want so in terms of that the way i see it is you getting educated and you going to college or going to high school or you know getting a degree is basically a very delicate balance between fending for yourself you know having a skill that is in demand which is which is important but also being a functional part of your society's workforce so if a school is tasked to prepare you for that, I feel like they have an objective and they know the skills that are in demand and that's what they're going to prepare you to be a part of. It's very easy for us to say they know the skills that are in demand, but in some sense, we're actually creating this demand because the way I see it, our education system has basically been the same since probably three, four hundred years ago. I think it was developed in, well, what was Prussia, which is now Russia now, I think, or Germany. And it was developed as a way of producing laborers for the Industrial Revolution, right? You're trying to produce people who can work in factories, people who can work in farms, manufacturing. And in that sense, obviously, 
obviously you do understand that there are things that you learn but you may ask how much of what you actually learn in school is gonna be useful to you in your life right even when you learn math physics chemistry right they're teaching you how to memorize these formulas these biological processes and everything things that you're never actually gonna use while neglecting actual stuff that is of importance to you yeah that's a pretty classic way to describe the school system right now you know as a as an old system that we haven't grown out of that was used during the industrial times and i think you've also watched prince Ia's video on that no i don't think i have but you know him right yeah 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 so he also made a really inspirational video about that and i agree with most of what he said i i think i would recommend you actually watch that video as well but when it comes to the things that we learn in school and how we apply them during the beginning stage of your education when you're in middle school and you're going to high school they're trying to expose you to different areas that you could possibly go into so you may not like history but obviously you have to be exposed to it to know whether you like it or not so as a high school student you're not prepared to decide or as a middle school going into high school maybe you're not ready to decide which field that you really want to pursue or you know dig deeper into so it's important for you to actually try out those different fields and see which ones you like and i agree i probably learned a lot of things that aren't so useful to me now considering the major that i'm taking but i think that also becomes useful when you're trying to be creative and combine different topics or different fields to bring something new forward to the world so i feel like being exposed to many different subjects or fields that you possibly might not need in the next decade or five years is not really such a bad thing yeah absolutely i'm definitely on board with being exposed to a lot because already the problem is that if you're confined to a certain number of subjects or areas that you're being taught then yeah that's going to limit you and that's probably going to try to force you to fit into what's already defined which is technically what already happens but i've seen you know a lot of kids even i used to complain when i was a kid about being forced to take subjects that i had no interest in and the older i grew i realized that yeah i mean how could i have not known that i had no interest in them if i'd never done them but at the same time you find that we focus so much on the tiny details right instead of actually looking at a bigger picture i think people would benefit a lot more from actually understanding the bigger picture because when you're teaching someone let's say mathematics or biology or physics or whatever when it's in the context of you're trying to teach them these you're trying to get them to remember these formulas and these math problems that are interchangeable or these chemical reactions everything you know it's not of interest to you because you don't recognize how it could be of importance to you in your life most people don't end up using any of that but a bigger picture because yeah i do recognize that a lot of these subjects right it's actually really important because the more informed people are the better decisions they can make right if people actually understood better how something like climate change works or evolutionary theory or all of that then yeah we could have people who are better suited to making better decisions in our society and an informed public is 
is better for a good democracy but at the same time i think the problem is that it's not like the system is saying oh hey explore as much as you want find out what works for you what's good for you what you're interested in and then we'll allow you to pursue that no not really it's like okay this is what we have these are our predefined categories and you're either gonna fit into the sciences the arts um, commercials and we can even see from how schools rank these things in terms of importance most schools i can give the example of my high school the class that was considered as the top class was the sciences class and that was a class that everyone was trying to get into there were a few obvious people who recognized that they did not have interest in the sciences but the way it was graded was you would have to have the best grades to get into the sciences class and if you did have the best grades to choose a class that was not the sciences class was basically a choice that you'd actually have to make to say no i actually don't want to be in this class so i'm glad you agreed that having a wide range of fields or being exposed to a wide range of fields is important but i feel like you're saying that it's the majors or the subjects that we have now aren't enough is that what you're trying to say because obviously they're gonna have to give you a category right they're gonna have to know the skills that are in demand and not everything is gonna be as important as the other major so obviously as you're seeing now these days with the pandemic going on you see the value in doctors right so having more doctors is not a bad thing the more doctors that we have the better we can deal with situations like these that affect all of us but then let's say somebody's passionate about dogs don't really see how you could compare those and say oh i'm passionate about dogs so why doesn't why doesn't the school have majors on i don't know dog whispering or dog training or whatever so obviously there has to be some kind of predefined skill that is in demand and that's useful for you because you know what can earn you money so you can feed yourself and your family and live a normal life i don't know how you're going to be able to do that when you're following a passion that you can't even monetize at all and obviously we all know and can't argue that you need money to survive and whether you think that everybody should be able to live without money and you know without worrying about money is a whole other topic but as of this moment you need you need to have a skill that you can monetize and earn money on. So obviously, those are limited. As for the hierarchy that we give to different fields, I guess that also comes with the societal judgment on, based on maybe how much you make and things like that. So getting into the sciences field that are really in demand at this moment and the field where you can get a really high paying job compared to the other majors yeah maybe some people idolize it because yeah everybody wants to make money everybody wants to have a stable income so that they can you know support their family and things like that so i guess it's kind of understandable to me why somebody would be surprised that you wouldn't pick that you're good at that you're already qualified for and can make you have a stable income so I would 
I guess it's understandable to me why somebody would be surprised that you wouldn't pick it. You know, I think it's good that you mentioned the pandemic and right now because yeah, obviously healthcare workers have been you could say top priority, but if you look at a lot of places the people that they've considered as essential workers in quotes right these are most of the lowest paid people in our society we're talking delivery people like factory workers um people working warehouses manufacturing all of that because right now we're in a situation where people are in their homes and people need to get these deliveries to them and yeah sure people are buying a lot of stuff online and so these people who a lot of them they are pretty much some of the lowest paid people in our society those are the people that are actually being forced to work through all of this while those high paying important jobs a lot of them sitting at home yeah some of them they get to work online you know some of them maybe their companies shut down they lose their jobs and everything for me it raises a question if we're saying this job is more essential than this job but when we have a crisis like this that less essential job that person who no one talks about because yeah even when we talk about the hospital right everyone is going to mention the doctors and the nurses but what about the people who clean those hospitals these people can't work in a dirty working environment the whole point of a hospital is sanitation they've got people who come in to clean those hospitals people who take out the trash they've got even people who are taking out the bodies of the people who are dying all of those jobs no one talks about them they're pretty much ignored and they are basically considered as undesirable careers even though the fact remains that right now in this crisis they are pretty much right up there when it comes to important jobs with doctors and as for the hierarchy when we talk about some fields being important right it's it raises the question of important for what it's not so obvious which job is important because that already comes from a predefined you've made the decision in advance of what you're saying you're trying to achieve right and then only then can you actually decide oh okay this is more important than this this is less important because already you've made that decision because our, our education system is based on ranking everything right we believe that there are some jobs and lines of work that are better than others and what we want is to have this race i mean i'm pretty sure that's why they call it the rat race right when you get a job because we're constantly in this race education teaches us to be ranking ourselves from when you start you're being graded you're given a position in class and you can't be successful if there are no unsuccessful people right so we do all of that and already we've got the predestined paths you know each path has a certain rank and we're all struggling to occupy those top paths and the education system is just funneling us into those paths it's like you're on a conveyor belt and you go in because i think the thing that's most important to point out is in the past right this is before the agricultural and industrial revolutions and everything basically there wasn't a distinction between working and playing right you'd have kids growing up they're learning how to hunt how to gather but it wasn't like yo wake up we need to go to work or you need to go to school or anything it was kids exploring finding out what they're good at and they pursue that there wasn't really that much emphasis on saying kids have to go a certain path that's already been defined by someone well not someone but in a sense we collectively define it so for me that's a big part of the problem just having these paths and saying you're funneling all these kids you're like you come into this education system and you know bright-eyed curious creative you're wondering what's out there and you're basically molded to fit certain blocks that are already there okay so first off with the point you mentioned about the essential workers i completely agree with that i mean everything you said is true they're simply ignored and their careers are deemed undesirable and they're the one of the most 
low paid jobs but here we are when it's convenient for us and when we actually really really need them we praise them as you know the essential workers and we tell them to keep working during these tough times to to basically keep the country or to keep our society running and i really applaud them during these tough times for really contributing so much to the society almost just as much as you know doctors pretty much and i have so much respect for them but i'm also kind of recognizing that we are in a very unique situation and given a certain situation things obviously can change so if we're at a time of war then yeah everybody enlists everybody has to be i don't know a soldier right because that's what's needed at the moment even though i guess soldiers at the moment aren't like being talked about all over in the news or being i don't know praised all the time or i don't know police is as well like if if there's some terrorist rampage happening in the country then oh well, yeah obviously we have to jump to the police and be like yeah come on protect us but obviously that doesn't make them immune to scrutiny when they do something wrong so i guess depending on the situation obviously some things may be important some things may not be important so uh, i agree that there's no clear hierarchy that is present when it comes to different fields because i don't know depending on the circumstances things might change but on most occasions when we have a stable society when there's no crisis going on which is most of the time i guess you know i mean at least not a health crisis like this where people are forced not to go to work and i don't know i don't know if this has happened before but this is kind of a unique situation that we're in and that has allowed for us to see that essential workers at this point are you know bus drivers delivery guys cleaners and things like that so i agree under these circumstances they're they're pretty important to us but it's something that pretty much anybody is kind of capable of during a stable time it's like how can i phrase this it's not something you need to go to college for or you need to study for or it's not as mentally challenging or as physically challenging as other fields so i don't know if once we've seen how important they are during these times that 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 means that we'll pay them more or they'll be a, an idolized field after this whole crisis ends i mean i say if this whole crisis ends but after all these all this crisis ends and the part you said about us being on a conveyor belt just getting funneled into different blocks or pre- these predefined blocks i feel like that will always be the case where there is education uh, maybe the conveyor belt might be narrow or maybe the conveyor belt might be wider but obviously i mean i keep i keep saying there are skills that are in demand right and i would actually like to know what major you think is important and isn't being taught or something that you think 
school is neglecting and try to make it as generally applicable or generally relevant i mean yeah doing your taxes and stuff yeah i guess that's that's kind of complicated and i guess that really pretty much applies mostly to the u.s and and other countries like that but i really like to know what you think is something that should be included more or that that would essentially convince you that schools aren't just conveyor belts okay to answer your question there i don't think it's so much a matter of saying there are majors that are not being taught but i think it's about what kind of a human being or it sounds weird to say it like that but what kind of a finished product are we trying to produce from the education system or when someone graduates from college what do we expect them to look like and in this case pretty much we're just trying to produce people who can recite facts repeat tasks so that we can plug them into holes that we have in our society where they can do these jobs whether it's going out there and being an engineer or a lawyer or a banker or an accountant or whatever right that's basically what we're trying to produce and what happens with that person beyond the scope of that it's not really a big issue and you mentioned the usa right and you find that this is just my feeling but i feel like a lot of the problems they're facing come from just not teaching enough critical thinking right you know the ability to sit back and question yourself about all the information you're dealing with we live in an age where we have access to so much information and we're not equipped to process all that information right and you're coming out of an education system that basically teaches you to trust authority right what you're told by your teacher is not often up for debate yeah we could mention a few outlying teachers who encourage debating and questioning and everything but 99% of the time you are sitting on that desk and the teacher's writing on the board and you write down what he tells you right this is not a debate class is not a debate this is me who knows better telling you who doesn't know what's right and what's wrong so already you're producing these people who have got a mindset that's built towards accepting what they're told as authority right and they go out into a world where you've got so much information that's being constantly thrown at you from these authority figures right you go on the tv on the news you go on social media there's gonna be some kind of expert who's peddling their own version of reality and these people are not equipped to deal with that information so for them if someone is said to be an authority figure then obviously especially if it goes with what they want to believe when it's aligning with their own own preconceived notions and definitely they're gonna accept that but on the issue of our essential workers i think we should recognize that even in peacetime these people are always important even when there's no pandemic or war whatever they're always important show me a society that's gonna function without its cleaners whether they're street cleaners or people who are cleaning the hospitals tell me how it's gonna work without sanitation workers drivers you mentioned delivery people all of that like you cannot function without those people those are people that are always gonna be essential maybe sometimes they're more essential than other times depending on whether you have a crisis or not but when it comes to how a society can function yeah healthcare definitely always important because we want to keep people alive but at the same time i'm pretty sure you're not going to be happy if you go out and there's trash all over the streets you lose 
I don't know, access to clean water, all of that is gone. We've got people who are mining resources. All the goods that you use are basically made in factories. The people who are working in there are unskilled labor. And those people who are doing those jobs never went through college or high school. It's usually like vocational work or whatever. But those are actually, in some sense, jobs that we'll always need. Like until we automate them or something, then yeah, that's gonna affect a lot of jobs. But when we talk of saying, you know, this job is more important because it requires a lot more mental power or brain power or something, it's just already we're kind of dipping into these elitist waters where you're thinking because you can do a certain thing better that makes you better. But you might find that yeah sure one person might be very good at figuring out which companies you should invest in but put him out into the field and tell him okay here's the thing this is a piece of land we need food that person would probably have no idea what to do but that doesn't mean that this one thing is more important than the other thing i think that line of thinking already is part of the problem so starting off with the first thing you said about how we want the end product to look like or the person that comes out as you know as an educated person how do you want that person to be i'm gonna have to go back to what i said about the skills that are in demand right so as you said there are just a certain fields that uh, i mean as you put it it's like a, a block that they're just pushing us into even though we don't fit in or something like that but I really don't know what other kind of job or what kind of, I guess, what kind of thing that you want the ideal educated person to fit into. Because if you want to be at the top of something or, you know, if you want to be successful in the field that you're in, you kind of have to specialize at some point to dig deeper into dig deeper into your passions yeah so that should probably be the goal of every educated person to find their passion and you know to find their passion and pursue it you know and i don't know if there's anything more i can say once you find your passion then you enjoy doing the things that you do so yeah it's kind of a win-win for society as well because obviously you'll be interested in what you're doing and Hopefully that thing that you're doing will also give back to your society and help people around you. So for an unskilled worker, if their passion is to clean, if that makes them happy, then there shouldn't be anybody to judge them for it. And the part you said about the problem in the US being, you know, critical thinking. I agree, critical thinking is important. and don't want to believe this painting of society that you're putting out there where or this painting of the education system that you're painting out there where it's just telling people to memorize stuff and go and regurgitate it or something like that because yeah depending on the school or depending on your teacher things can be like that but I wouldn't say I wouldn't agree with your 99% where the teacher is definitely out there just to make you memorize stuff and just regurgitate it and not up for debate at all. I feel like there are more 
the teachers than you realize that are really open-minded and willing to expand their teach their students' minds. And some, yeah, I guess some might have a different experience than that, but it's it's very hard for me to say it's one way. Like I wouldn't say, yeah, ninety-nine percent of the time it's this way. It's ninety-nine percent of the time just the teacher trying to stick information into your mind and just put you out into the workforce so you can just use that and nothing else. Or I wouldn't say ninety-nine percent of the time teachers are willing to expand their students' mind and make them more creative and help them think more critically. So I would agree with you halfway. There are definitely teachers that do what you say. I also recognize that there are also at least more than 1% of teachers that are actually passionate about their jobs as teachers. And there are people that actually care about their students. And the need for unskilled workers, yeah, I agree. Like, even during stable times, you wouldn't want to walk out and have dirty streets or whatever. But the thing about the thing I said about it not being mentally challenging or requiring much brain power, as you put it, was that it's unskilled labor, and for most people, I would say, I guess not most, but for a lot of people, it's something that maybe they're not passionate about being a bus driver or going to hospitals every day just to clean up each floor or you know clean all the toilets and stuff i guess that is not something that that is obviously desirable and these people are trying to make a living as well you also have to kind of consider that just like you said that there are teachers that just give you the information and tell you to go out there and just use it and that are not really passionate about you know being teachers and actually recognizing the responsibility that they have of molding these children's minds to be brilliant people to society there are also people that are essential workers at these times that aren't passionate about their jobs that they're just trying to get their paycheck and actually just feed themselves and their families and yeah for them that's not really a desirable field or something that they're passionate about that they grew up imagining oh i wish i was a cleaner or i wish i was mopping the floors of this great hospital somewhere or or things like that and i respect people that go into it but sometimes it's it's not their passion as well and also respect teachers but then also yeah sometimes some teachers aren't really passionate about it and they end up making really bad decisions and not really helping students and not recognizing their responsibility of helping those students think more critically yeah that's why okay so to start where you started i don't think the fields that we see that are important today were defined but more like discovered right so 
I don't think it's a matter of saying, oh, which fields out there are not being taught or are not being prioritized or are we ignoring in our education system or something. They could be out there, but the ones that we have today, it's not like someone actually sat down and said, mm, okay, what does our society need? You know, we need more people to study geology, you know, let's create geologists and historians and archaeologists or whatever, right? It was a situation where there could have been someone or a group of people who had an interest in a particular subject and decided that, hmm, you know what, right? I could go dig up and find old bones of animals that died ages ago or something like that, right? And then we incorporate that. But at some point when our education system kind of solidified and it didn't become a matter of whoever just wants to go out there and do whatever they think is interesting to them and see wherever that takes them. When we lost that and it became a matter of you start school and from the beginning, it's like you're learning languages, math, sciences, arts, commercials, and then they build you are from there and they try to figure out where do you fit in and wherever you fit in they they kind of reinforce that that's already limited that's already restricted and yeah i get that you're saying i'm painting a, a darker bleaker image of the system but one could argue that your refusal to accept that could be a success story for the system right it's successfully managed to make sure that your thinking cannot go beyond the scope of what's deemed to be acceptable because people who are unpredictable people who think in a way that's not common they're harder to control they're harder to predict and that's not good for any government because the government needs people that are not just a government but even just society you're not gonna want to be around people who are unpredictable people who are gonna challenge everything and question everything and you just you never know what to expect from them so that part is like for the most part you're in the system that's basically built towards you could say destroying creativity making sure that you're not asking too many questions so basically what we're saying is that the specific courses that you're taking right these they're determined by these so-called professional educators and as much as we like to say oh you're out there you're discovering what you're good at and everything it's not really that but you're taking what you're given right they give you a limited range of these subjects and yeah they find what you're best at from what you're given obviously you're gonna find something that you are at least competent at from what you're given but then there isn't much room for anything beyond that right the curriculum is defined and structured and you're not really going beyond that and i also have a question which is why should brain power have precedence over anything else just because a job is more mentally demanding why should we give it more respect because after all that genius who's got more brain power or something if we put him in a mine or something right where you require stamina or physical strength or in a job where they require speed or anything you find that in a lot of these academic circles it's more of how good are you at building on what's already there or repeating what's already been done by others then you find that the people who actually go beyond that to be creative they find their creativity from outside the academic circle but i still don't know why we should say that this is the part where i was saying we kind of taught to rank things instead of accepting different strengths as different not trying to compare them because yeah sure you could be good at something you could be good at math everything you're good with equations and 
certain numbers but what about the person who's good with their hands someone you know pretty much before this recent surge in technology and everything it was like honest work was someone who could do something with their hands you know cobblers tailors blacksmiths woodworkers if you could work with your hands that was the most respectable thing because that's something they can't take away from you unless they chop off your hand but beyond that you've got your hands and no matter what happens if there's a war you're displaced you have to go halfway across the world you're always going to have those skills because those are your skills that you've attained right they're now part of you and that was always what we respected and yeah you can see the shift today to say oh yeah you know smarter people and everything but why should we make it seem like that is in a way more important than being able to work with your hands or something and i wouldn't be too quick to say most people aren't passionate about those jobs the jobs that we look down upon a lot of people look down upon those jobs and yeah maybe some of those people are just trying to feed their families it's understandable but at the same time you could be passionate about that i don't see why not because at the end of the day that could also just be a byproduct of the education system that's already told you that this job is undesirable no one's in school being taught how to be a cleaner or a janitor or a bus driver or whatever because we've already said no no one wants that you shouldn't want that so by the time you end up being in that position you're settling basically so society has told you that when you end up as a bus driver or a janitor or a street cleaner you're settling it's not something that anyone would want why would you want that and yeah you're talking about how these jobs don't pay a lot and that's also a byproduct of how we view them because i don't see an objective reason why they should be paid a lot since our society is just as incapable of functioning without them as it is of functioning without bankers or lawyers maybe even more my refusal to accept your painting of this picture of this dark and bleak society is the fact that I don't recognize it and I don't see yeah that's it I don't see the picture that you're trying to portray here I agree that creativity is important like you said maybe in the old times yeah nobody thought about fossil fuels but there are breakthroughs that are happening now in this current system that we're using. So if you can go out and explore something new, yeah, that's that's up to you. I don't know how an education system would be anywhere near useful to you if you're trying to find something new or if you're trying to be creative. And yeah, if that is what you want to do, let's say, yeah, you have a... Have a have a child and you you want them to be able to just know, explore new things yeah i guess maybe sending them to school is not the best choice but i'm really trying to be practical here like yeah you can say that you want the world to be all rainbows and sunshine but i recognize that you need to be able to fend for yourself and you can start a business if you want but there are whole other factors that are in play as to you succeeding or not but you as a person in this world right now need money you need a skill or you need to be creative creative enough to have something that you can monetize and with the rise of youtube and other social media platforms that has drastically changed people can make a living doing what they actually want and if that's what you want to pursue sure go ahead nobody's stopping you maybe your parents i guess but 
as a person who's able to make their own decisions, you have the decision to go out there and pursue something that you're passionate about and also still be creative. And it doesn't mean that you can't be creative as a physicist that has gone through the system. You can still be creative. And that creativity is still something that is really valued because that's what allows us to make breakthroughs find new things you know we're trying to explore i mean space exploration i mean you would at least think that there has to be some sort of creativity involved with you know building better rockets or um, thinking of better ways more creative ways to use resources to be resource efficient you know we even now we are trying to find better ways to be resource efficient on earth so that we can counter climate change and things like that and the people that are actually experts on the field and you know trying to find those ways have gone through the system the system doesn't just dull you and make you just regurgitate information if you're just that then you're like the bottom feeder of your field like you're not trying at all to be top of your field or trying to bring something new to society but obviously you need to learn the basic principles you're basically saying that learning the basic principles or learning about Newton's three laws or something like that is, I guess, oppressive to you? Because those are basic principles that you need to know, but then it's up to you to use your creativity to build on those things. It's not like the school is trying to take away your creativity or something, but there are accepted facts. And it's, I mean, you can question those facts. I mean, on your own accord. It doesn't have to be a debate between your teacher. Although, it is very encouraged, I guess, to have teachers that would allow you to do so. But then, as a student that is learning it for the first time, that is something you need to know in order to build on top of it. Yes. I mean, every breakthrough that you see happening is building on top of something that somebody else did. And, I mean, there's even... very famous saying that you, I don't know, something about standing on the shoulders of giants in order to come to like a greater horizon or something like that. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yeah, it must have been Newton who said, if I've seen far, it's only because I've stood on the shoulders of giants or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, you need to be able to climb the giant first in order to actually build on top of like you know go on top and explore something that hasn't been explored so the school is giving you that basic information that you need to be able to actually apply your creativity but if it's something completely new yeah the school is not going to teach you it because it's not even existent it's something new and that's up to you if you're into feeling inspired or maybe you're saying schools or I don't know another separate institution or something should there should be something that inspires children or inspires students to go out there and explore something that's completely different yeah I agree with that but like I said being practical you need money if it's something that you can't really monetize then obviously you're not going to be able to provide for yourself or the people that rely on you you know like your family If you have a family, if you have kids, obviously you're not going to go for something that you're not sure that's, that is going to be able to make you money. 
and support your family. And the part you said about why brain power is important now, that's because that's what is in demand now. Yeah, like you said in back in the old times, yeah, being a blacksmith, being able to I don't know, craft swords and craft armors and sew clothes by hand yeah that was in demand but now brain power is in demand and it's something that isn't equally distributed i might be wrong but i mean that's what i have come to believe based on the, the media or the articles or the papers that i consume and if you think about it this way if everybody was a genius yeah then nobody would be paid more than the other because like yeah i can either hire you or i can hire this guy it doesn't make any difference but just like that if you hire if you want to hire an unskilled worker it's unskilled and i guess it's not that hard to pick up and and you said something about it's not so obvious that being a cleaner is not something that is desirable and I'm not saying it's completely undesirable. Like I said, I'm sure there are people that are passionate about being cleaners. And that is something that I respect. If, if it's their passion and they're happy doing it, then who am I to say anything? Who is, no, nobody should be able to say anything about that if they're passionate about it. Just like any other major, you should be at least passionate about it to pursue it so that you actually enjoy it. And that's the point of having a skill and you know you have to enjoy life but i would say for most people and you can even just look at it yourself right maybe you are in a specific major and you look at the other majors and you're like yeah i would never imagine myself being a journalist like what do even journalists do i don't like being a journalist and that's part of the undesirableness and just like that maybe you might look at your messy room and you'll be like yeah i mean i don't like cleaning up my room or i don't like cleaning up toilets yeah maybe you have a clogged toilet and you're like ah i don't i don't i don't want to unclog it you just don't want to do it and that's and that's personal i don't know if your school told you that these are undesirable fields or you discovered by yourself that it's not something that you want to do and for me it's the it's the latter think there's any school or anything that told me that being a cleaner is something that I don't want to do I, I know that I don't want to do that for a living so and like you said yeah the low income thing could be a byproduct of society's perception and I agree with that it could be but it also comes from it being an unskilled labor that can be learned or or can be easily caught on by almost anybody that has hands and legs so yeah so basically anybody that can drive a bus or that has driven a bus or that has driven a truck or that has a driver's license could potentially be able to become a bus driver and that pays a little lower than somebody say who is a doctor where it takes lots and lots of years of effort and money as well it takes 
yeah, a lot of money to actually go to school and be able to be a doctor. You know, it takes a lot of effort to become a doctor as compared to a bus driver. And I don't know if you can dispute that. Maybe you can. Maybe I'm wrong. But that's what I think. And I guess that would contribute greatly to the fact that there are different paying jobs. We hope you've enjoyed this first part of this two-part episode. If you would like to join the discussion, feel free to message us or leave a comment on the episode post on our Instagram and Twitter pages. We're always curious to hear what you all think about the episode and the show. Thank you all so much for listening and make sure you join us again as we conclude this interesting discussion.